Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Perfectly Powerfully You podcast. This is your host, Nikita, and I hope, trust, and expect that you are all doing positively wonderfully today. It is a very special day. I'm here with Catherine Larangier. She is um, my personal life coach, a wonderful human being, and also the host of the My Dead Dragon podcast, as well as her own life coaching business with Catalyst Coaching. It is a really special day to have her on. Catherine, how are you doing today? Nikita, I'm so excited to be here. And you are just such a freaking phenomenal human being. And your energy like just lights me up every time I see you, talk to you, listen to your podcast. So I am infinitely grateful to be here today. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure. It is because we had a podcast a number of months ago together, and that was my first ever just uh testing the water so to speak with um doing podcasting and I really fall and fell in love with um a lot of the topics that you would discuss all about empowering women and empowering people in general to live into their best life and I find you to be someone who is um as I was thinking today prior to just um doing the podcast with you you're someone who is very, very good at picking out awesome things about people while also helping them navigate no, any circumstance, no matter what, even when they feel like they're right in the middle of something um, that feels a little overwhelming. You're very good at being able to kind of hold space for people as well as just like be able to do different perspectives of things. And as I was um, just thinking today, I know you to be someone who is deeply faithful in not only herself, but in others. And I would love for you to share a little bit more about like not only your journey and how you got it started, but as well as how people can increase their faith with um, what they would love to do in life with um, having faith in themselves in their higher power and just in general for um, pursuing the best life that we can have because we are very special nuggets to be on this planet and I would love for people to know um, more about your wisdom and um, just some things that you would love to share. Mm. Wow such a, such a powerful topic, such an important topic. And, um, you know, Nikita and our work, we talk about the importance of belief and expectancy and belief is we can, we can kind of akin that to faith. And so my dog is here with me. So if you see me moving around uh, and if anybody's watching a video of that's what's going on, she's just under my desk for <laughs> mental and emotional, moral support. <laughs> so yeah. So faith, faith, belief, expectancy. So I think what can happen often for people when they're in the work of transformation, when they're in the work of changing their lives, <clears throat> when they're maybe daring to dream for the first time ever when they're asking the all powerful question what would I love mm. there is I, th I think there's like a large part of a lot of people that doesn't believe it's possible for them they don't believe that they deserve it they don't believe they're worthy they don't believe that it could actually work out that way they don't believe that the universe works in that way <clears throat> and so faith and building faith 
really allows you to create, um, I like to think of it as evidence. So you're actually looking for evidence, creating evidence to then support your brain to think in a certain way that it can work out. It will work out. You are worthy. You are deserving. It is for you. It's meant for you. If you can dream it, it means that it's meant for you. Mm. Absolutely. And that's something that um, building um, that faith and expectancy of that as mm-hmm. we hold true to the vision of what we would love. And um, that's something that I really appreciate when we are working together, especially with um, our other group. In general, you're very mindful about um, are you keeping track of this? Because mm-hmm. even as we become even more skillful with our gratitudes, our proud ofs, and we have um, like a journal that we keep hand and even like for myself I like to have it like right front and center because something that you've mentioned before is that our paradigms love for us to forget and they love for us to minimize and so um like as we continue in this work as we continue in life like we get content and examples every single day of like our subconscious about what's coming into reality and I love very much um even today there was um my, one of my friends who was like, I would love to just give you a tip. And so something I've been being very mindful of is increasing the amount of monetary forms of abundance in my life. And so like even today, um, I would have like up until now, I would have passed this off as something like, oh, wonderful. Like I love having money in my life. But now it's um really, it's like taking it and amplifying it. So it's saying like, this is an example of the fact that I am tuning to the frequency of um, having more money in my life. And it comes to me in a variety of different ways. And so like, as um, something that you actually really mentioned that I would love for you to touch more on is being um, is keeping track of the stuff that you would love to increase more of, but also um, as we were on the topic of like receiving, but also giving um, and increasing your faith and knowing that as you give, you shall receive. Um, would you be able to touch more on like that aspect of things to um, help increase mm-hmm. people's faith that like as we know that we have an abundant amount and abundant source of things that um, as we freely give, so shall we regularly and freely receive. Mm-hmm. So much there, Nikita, to talk about. <laughs> and, and so we know that everything is energy mm. and we, you know, we know it. And I think everybody can kind of cognitively intellectually be like, Oh yeah, everything's energy. We know that. And I think that we often don't know the power of mm. that. And we we often don't know until we study these principles how to work with that consciously. And so it, it's about frequency, it's about vibration, it's about the energy, and it's about being really conscious and choiceful about what you're tuning to, what you're choosing to tune to. Mm. So what we focus on actually amplifies in our life and Mm. what we focus on and pay attention to the universe reads as our intention. The universe is like, Oh, you're focusing on that. Okay. I guess you want more of that. Here you go. So when we're focusing on all the crappy negative, super challenging parts of our life or content, 
it that amplifies, right? And I remember even in my early 20s, and I'm I'm well past that now, but in my early 20s, I would use this metaphor <laughs> at the time I was teaching university. It's like you walk into this this ginormous cavern and it's pitch black and it could be filled with you don't know but you have this one little flashlight and it can only illuminate one thing and so this cavern could be filled with gold and jewels and there's just one piece of garbage and if you happen to flash your light on the garbage you're just going to assume that's what the rest of it is right Mm. If it's filled with garbage and there's one little precious treasure and you happen to flash your light on that precious treasure, you're going to assume your mind is going to make an assumption that that's what the, what the cave is filled with. And so when we are building our faith, our expectancy and our belief, we're working with not just the energy and frequency, but we're working with our anatomy and physiology. So So we have this part of our brain called the reticular activating system. It's the top of our brain stem. And its job is basically to mediate, kind of manage our overall level of consciousness. And if you think about, if you just take a moment and like, and for people listening, take a moment, look around your room, wherever you are. If you're driving, don't like, you know, keep your eyes on the road and be, be safe. But look around and just notice like all of the things, all of the information, there's temperature, there's probably airflow, there's sounds, there there might be textures, there's lots of items, there's light. And so if we were fully conscious of all of this all the time, it would be overwhelming. So our reticular activating system acts like a filter And it cherry picks the things that it thinks are important for us to pay attention to. Our brain is also wired for survival. Mm. It is wired to keep us alive. And so it's, it's fundamentally programmed to look for all the things that could be dangerous. And while we don't live in a place where we're likely to get chased by a saber toothed tiger, our brain doesn't really know the difference between maybe a troll on the internet Mm. or someone cutting us off in traffic or these thoughts about this thing that happened like 10 years ago, or these thoughts about what if this thing happens right now. And Mm. so it flags those as danger and it's looking for those things, right. To keep us safe. So when we start to understand that we can then say, well, how do I work with it to my advantage? And that's why we start to be really conscious about what am I focusing on? What am I paying attention to? And probably everybody can relate to the idea of thinking about getting a new vehicle. Mm. And then all of a sudden you see that vehicle everywhere, everywhere, even in New Clulet, you see that vehicle everywhere. And it's not that that vehicle wasn't there before. It's just that now you're tuned to it. And I really loved when you were talking about how we can be um, conscious about our cherry picking because that helps with the, um, so like, as opposed to focusing on um, like the negative things that we have in life and then receiving more of it, um, when we become more conscious, you mentioned that we can actually um, allow for more of the things that we would love to be uh, what we focus on. Uh, I would love for you to talk more about that because I really love tying in a lot of the spirit 
spiritual aspects of life as well as science because they are all a beautiful uh, wrapped up into one and mm -hmm. being able to I think the most thing that's empowering about this is because the the faith that I know that I've built within myself is partly because I'm trusting in a higher force that is literally delivering everything that I'm thinking about without mm. question, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it feels neutral. But at the same time, it's knowing that what I would love, we can definitely be the conscious co-creators of what we would love, but it requires us to be... One, holding toward our vision of what we would actually love. So if we know that what we want, then we're able to um, feed into that, provide more energy towards that. But at the same time, as we continue to focus on it, our brains naturally want us to focus on it. And when you were mentioning that um, evolutionarily speaking, we're more, well, the reason why we've survived so long is because our brain's like, maybe watch out for that saber toothed tiger because we don't want to die. So the people like who were able to be more mindful, like, pardon me, more mindful of that, they were able to live longer. But now we're in a place in space where we don't need to worry about saber toothed tigers, but our brains haven't caught up to the fact that we can be focusing on tax season. We could be focusing on something that you said, said like happened 10 years ago. We can be oh focusing God. on something that happened or maybe in the far future. Um, and no matter what, if it's our feeling and intention of anxiety and fear and angst, it will come. Um, and then if we're able to focus on something more consciously about what we would love that feels joyful and amazing and vibrant, then it will come because it's part of our um, evolution of our big old brains that is able to um, filter out everything that is not in alignment with our focus. Yes. I love the integration of the science and the spirituality, like show me the proof. I want to see the proof um, <clears throat> as much as we can see. And so what happens then is when we start to actually direct our brain and, and tell it, okay, we're, we're focusing on this now because our subconscious is there to serve us. And what happens is that we have, we all have operating systems, just like your phone, your computer. And if you want to run the latest version of an app, sometime like you might want to run the app for health, or you might want to run the app for love or wealth or happiness or creativity. And if your operating system doesn't run that version of the app, you've got to upgrade your operating system to be able to actually run that app. And so we're working with the the brain the, the the physiology of the brain we're working with our subconscious mind we're working with spirituality and we build our faith by working with all these things so we're telling our brain what to focus on we're saying we're going to focus on this we're cherry picking the good cherries and uh, Nikita you talked about the journals that we keep and so we're also tracking evidence, right? We're tracking evidence as proof that this is working. This is coming to me. And then we are, as we're doing this, what happens is that all of the old operating system, the, the paradigms is the language that we use. And that's basically your belief structure internally that results in your results or yeah, results in your result results externally, mm. because what we're focusing on then generates thoughts. 
So if we're focusing on like, oh my God, it's tax season. How am I going to pay my taxes? Like, ah, right. We're going to have thoughts about, well, I'm going to like have to go bankrupt or going to go to jail or I'm going to be homeless or right. And you can see how our mind <laughs> amplifies the negative. And then based on those thoughts, we have a feeling and a, a physiological, phys- physiological reaction. And that's where the brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. Mm-hmm. That's where the brain doesn't know the difference between it's not a saber tooth tiger, tiger is just tax season. Mm-hmm. And then based on that feeling, we take an action. So we, maybe we avoid it. Maybe we put it off. Maybe we, you know, binge watch Netflix instead of taking the action that's actually going to move us in the direction. And that action then is what gives us the result in our life. And so when we start right at the beginning and changing our focus and then building evidence for our belief that builds our faith, not only in ourselves, but in the universe. And so Nikki, you also mentioned the, the power and the importance of choosing what we're focusing on. So we're not, we're not kind of doing like a la 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 la, right? We're 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 not ignoring the there are facts. So a fact would be I have, you know, X amount of money in my bank account. That's a fact. Mm. What we're doing is we're being, or or the fact might be I have a a physical thing going on that's been labeled as you know, this or that. The fact might be, I feel really disconnected from my partner. The fact might be, I no longer feel the passion for my job that I did it at one point in time. So those are facts. We're not ignoring those, right? We're not doing the kind of like, la, 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 la. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Cause that's not helpful. <laughs> so helpful. So what we're doing is we are denying the power of those things Mm. to dictate how we approach our life. So we're denying then, okay, my bank account looks like this. I can still (laughs) feel abundant. Mm. I can still feel joy. I can still feel happiness. And then as we start to actually shift our energetic state, we're, we're saying, okay, this is a fact, but the truth is, that I am infinitely resourced. And as I shift my awareness, as I develop my awareness, I then start to be able to tap into those things, those ideas, those people, those synchronicities, those resources that are actually going to like manifest in my life as a level of abundance. If that makes sure makes sense. Mm, I, I love everything about what you touched on. I think the thing that stood out to me the most is when you're saying we're acknowledging um, the fact of life, that circumstance says, sure, my bank account looks like something. Sure, maybe there is something going on within my body um, right now in this like place and space and time that looks one way. But um, something that we work together a lot on, which um, I will, we continue to work on because like as we grow in our believing, there's more and more things that keep coming. Like it's just an endless cycle of fun. And uh, something that um, you mentioned is that we're not making agreement with Mm. what we're seeing. So when it's, and this takes rigor, (laughs) it really does take rigor sometimes. Spiritual heavy lifting. Huge, because Mm. I think sometimes we 
I'll say like we'll say up until now, but many of us do look to our outside world and our circumstances to dictate um, like how we want to feel, how uh, what action steps we're going to take. And mm -hmm. um, in terms of being able to hold to the feeling of abundance and love and prosperity and health and wellness, do you have any tips for how people can continue to check in with that? Because when we, I, I understand that when we tune to a frequency, only anything that's in alignment with this frequency, frequency shall show up even more in our life. But when circumstances really, really don't look like it, oh. how, how would you recommend people to be able to, like, if they have a health concern, how can I hold to the feeling of health and wellness when at the level of fact, I don't feel it right now? Mm hmm. It absolutely takes rigor. We, we talk about that, right? It, it's, there's some spiritual heavy lifting. This is not for the faint of heart. Mm. So it's not, you know, we're not doing what's called a spiritual bypass, which is where we're kind of like, la la la, love and light, good vibes only, you know, that's, that really, in, in my opinion, that dismisses the mm complexity and richness and importance of the human experience. Mm. So we are spiritual beings having a human experience and this human experience actually informs us. So the, the things that we're not loving, the things that are like, maybe they suck. That actually is giving us feedback. It's giving us clues. It's, mm. it's the universe trying to talk to us and we talk about longing and discontent, right? So the longing is what, what would I, you know, maybe I see somebody. Um, so I'll give you a personal example. I had some like big time longing. So one of my areas of discontent is in the health and wellness. So with the move to Panama, that totally took a backseat. Uh, and at the level of fact, I have a, I have a, and I'm air quoting here, a diagnosis of lupus. Mm -hmm. And so looking at what am I making an agreement with, right? Mm -hmm. Am I saying I am this? No. At the level of fact, there's this diagnosis. And I know that vibrant health is available to me. Mm -hmm. And my brain loves science. It loves proof. It loves examples. So I love the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza because mm -hmm. he brings the science into it. He measures, he right? And so in his work, he actually, people have like spontaneous healings, people, people like miracles, right? And it's all through learning how to work with the power of the mind and tapping into unified field, quantum field, spirit, God, source, whatever you want to call it, but this power that's greater than us. And this power has, there, there is a version of us that is in perfect health. And so if we can actually connect to that and, and, and align with the frequency of that, right. Then we're actually teaching ourselves. This is what it feels like to be at this frequency. This is what it's like to be tuned to this station. And it's not like we just like tune and then we're like there forever. It's, it's a process, right. Of like asking, what would I love listening to the longing and discontent? What would I love? And even just imagining, you know, allowing yourself to feel that because so often, and this kind of relates to building our faith is so often we ask the question, there's this little like glimmer of like, oh, 
oh, that would be, that would be amazing. I would really love that. Like, wouldn't that be cool? And then, well, but you know, but my kids are this or, but I'm, you know, I have to wait till I retire, but I don't have the education or my bank account or, you know, and we, we put off. So we, we, um, we dim ourselves, we Mm. dim ourselves, right? Because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust the universe. So building that faith, it's baby steps. Okay. So the, and so then just to kind of like wrap up my story, the longing and discontent. So the longing, so the discontent is around the health and then the longing, I was out with friends on Friday night and this, um, this, and we were talking about some work stuff and there's someone else in the community who, who kind of does some similar ish, not the same, but similar ish kind of work. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about her and I hadn't met her before. And then this woman walked in and I'm like, oh my God, because I, I Facebook friended her. So I'm like, I knew what she looked like. So she walked in like, hey, is that so-and-so? I said to my friend, she's like, oh yeah, it is. And this woman was the vision of vibrant health and vitality. Mm-hmm. And my longing like dialed up to a 20 on a 10, right? I'm like, that is what I want so then the process is how do I build faith? How do I build faith? So imagining what would it feel like to have that level of health and vitality for, for me in my physical form, you know, what would, what would I be doing? I'd be hiking. I'd be diving. I'd be snorkeling. I'd be biking. I'd be walking the dogs. I'd be gardening. I'd be dancing. I'd be, um, I'm in Panama, so I'm not going to be skiing, but I'd, <laughs> I'd be traveling. I'd be exploring. I'd be, um, yeah, like all of these things. What would I be, you know, I'd be doing yoga. I'd be all of these things. What would I be doing? Okay. And then what would I be thinking? What choices would I be making? And so I'm not, yet at that version of me, but it starts with imagining who is she, who is he, who who are they? Mm. And then building faith piece by piece. So it starts with, we can look to evidence in the past of, of maybe times that we were abundant Mm. times that we were healthy times that we did have love times that we showed up as times where we experienced that. So that helps to build some faith. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I was talking about money, um, when I was in university, one of my, I had a relative that I didn't really know very well. He just like mailed me a check for $10,000 to help a school, like out of the blue, there was like a check for $10,000. So that would, I would like look to the past to, and I would cherry pick that Mm. and I would, I would write it down and I would track it. Mm. So for health and vitality, at one point in time, I rode my bicycle, like, like a pedal bike from Victoria to, to Port Hardy on Vancouver Island. Wow. So I, I rode my bicycle that the length of Vancouver Island, and that required a certain level of fitness and health mm. and vitality. So I would, I would cherry pick that. So I'd put that in my, in my journal, right? So I'm, I'm tracking all of those things. So more recently I went on a, we went on a trip to Bocas del Toro, which is kind of, it's on the Caribbean side of Panama. And we did this like hike through the jungle. 
And so that's going to go on my evidence list. Look at that. You didn't, you know, you didn't think your body was strong enough to do that yet. And you did it. Mm. Oh yeah, I did do it. Right. So we're, we're cherry picking that we're, we're, we're tracking it. And the tracking helps to build the bigger believing because our patterns, our paradigms, our survival brain, they don't want us to change. Because whatever we're in, even if it sucks, is familiar and familiar is safe. So anytime we start to step outside of what's familiar, it's going to activate the parts of us. We call it, you know, fear. We're going to be afraid. We're going to self-doubt. We're going to maybe self-sabotage because we're stepping outside of what we've known to this point. So the evidence helps to build our belief. I can do this this does work, right? And you're, it's starting to drown out the voices that say you can't, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? You're not gonna be able to do it. So maybe, maybe, you know, if I'm looking at my food for the day, I have like one salad and the rest is all stuff that's not in service of my highest vision of health. So I'm going to write down, I had a salad, right? Mm. I'm not going to beat myself up for the other things. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. There's again, so much that you touched on that um, I will do my best to just like unpack that because there's a lot of fantastic nuggets that you shared that um, I really, really appreciate. The one when you were saying, because something that popped into my head is um, literally you're stacking um, against, it was almost like I I envisioned um, all these like checkpoints and things where like, I nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. And the pile just kept getting higher. And then like the little um, itty bitty of just like, I'm not enough. I didn't do this. These are all like the, I guess, bad things I ate or like bad, not in service of my highest vision of like what we ate or did or, but when we compare it, um in your head you're just like because sometimes it can feel not so tangible inside our head and that's why writing it down um read like reading Mm -hmm. over it putting it Mm -hmm. right in front of your face to remind yourself because Mm -hmm. then the the building faith really comes from the the consistency in choosing Mm -hmm. to focus on it as well But at the same time, when you were talking about Joe Dispenza, I really love his work as well, because um, I'm very much a science person. I love being able to, um, yeah, have the proof, have the evidence, have the the objective facts that um, not only is it like artistic and spiritual, but it's also very, um, I guess, like more concrete in terms of like how we view science. And Mm -hmm. so when you were saying just like when people are able to tune to their different, like the frequency of, um, well, what would it look like to be in this most vibrant health and Mm -hmm. to, and to know that there absolutely is a version of us out there that if we can think it and feel it for just a little moment, it has to exist because that's energy. And so Mm -hmm. like the more we're able to tune to that frequency more and more, and then we go unconscious and we focus on like the current circumstances and then we go back because as you're saying there's longing and discontent that um our our highest self knows what it wants for us and so it's kind of like dropping little hints of saying like this is maybe what you want and you're like looking you're like oh I really do I really want that but you're also saying that we dim ourselves that if there's that 
part of us that really, really wants it, but maybe we're not at that level of faith and believing in ourselves yet, but it doesn't mean we can't be there. And then again, Mm -hmm. it comes back to what would I love? Who is the woman, man, person who is living this life? And then I love that you start to say, um, what would they be thinking? What would they Mm -hmm. be doing? And then you were just listing off evidence. And then um, as we talk about, we take an action step in service of our vision. And so maybe it is eating a salad. Maybe it is going out for a walk. And then we write that down. But at the same point, you were mentioning that where has there been evidence in my life where I've already shown up as this person? And so Mm -hmm. there's just there's so much to be um, said about building faith because there's more than just um, like think it and then it is like there is a Mm -hmm. lot of action step that we take because while we are like soulful beings having a really beautiful human experience that we do have the capacity to tap into this infinite being that is part of us, that there's still action required on the material realm as, um, well, humans. (laughs) So I... (laughs) What would you suggest for people in terms of, um, because I love when you talk about tuning to the frequency. So for those who actually don't know what that is, um, how would you describe being able to tune to the frequency of vibrant health? Um, Would it be something where, um, because I'm a very visual person, normally Mm -hmm. when I'm thinking about um, tuning to the frequency, I will sit in a very calm spot and I'll just like see where my mind goes, but maybe just like start picturing um, what it is to be... um, maybe like going to the gym, but then there's a difference between thinking about it and feeling into it. Um, Mm -hmm. So how would you suggest people um, start to be able to build their faith in um, being able to tune to that while also then taking an action step afterwards while they're tuned to that frequency and vision for the future? Mm -hmm. Oh, such a good question, Nikita. Look at you. I'm high-fiving you. I'm high-fiving you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we know, okay. So, so a couple of things. So first of all, we got to take action. Mm. We got we to take action, people. I'm sorry. You can't just sit on the couch and visualize what you would love. And it's going to drop into you because the universe can only do for us what it does through us. We are the ones on the physical 3D realm. So we're the ones navigating time and space. So the action then allows the universe to flow in what it is that we would love if we're taking aligned action. Mm. So we've got to take action. So everybody has probably heard about the law of attraction, right? And there's actually a law that precedes it that's called the law of vibration. And the vibration is the frequency, it's the energy. So if you think about calling your best friend, when you dial their number or you just hit their contact info, you're expecting to get them because that's the frequency of their number. Mm. So that's that's what expectancy is. It's just, well, of course I'm going to get it right? Of course it is. So the faith builds our expectancy. This is just how it works. So to, to learn how to tune to the frequency, there's a couple of different ways we can do it. So looking to, if, if we have examples of us in the past, that's one way. 
right? And again, within that example, we are going to be very precise in terms of how did it feel? So an example for me would be, I just, you know, when I did that bike ride, I rode, I think it was like hundred kilometers that day. And, uh, and then like I was running at the end of the day, I had like just so much energy. Like I was like running, like it was, it was, in t- it was amazing. Actually, it was amazing. So I can remember that. And then if we don't have experiences in our life, we can look to role models. So mm. we can look to someone who is, so for me, it's that woman who that's a vision of health and vitality for me. That's like, Wow. So I wonder what she, like, how she moves her body. I wonder what choices she makes. I wonder what she eats. I wonder if she dances. I wonder, you know, so we can get curious about that. And then the the vision. So most people can visualize and that's where you see pictures in your mind. I actually can't. There's about 10% of the population that has something called aphantasia. So if you close your eyes and I say, you know, picture a pink elephant on a yellow bicycle holding purple balloons with yellow polka dots. Do you see that? Immediately. Yeah. I just see black. Like there's like nothing there. So for 10% of the population, they actually can't visualize, which is fine because the law of vibration actually precedes the law of attraction. Mm. The images are to create the vibration because images actually give us the feeling tone and the feeling tone is the vibration. So we can look to examples in our past times where we have like, and it could be like a nanosecond, right? So maybe you got like a year where you had like one second where you showed up as the version of you doing that thing. You're going to focus on that. You're just going to disregard the rest of the year, right? You're cherry picking that piece of evidence. Mm. We can look to other people who, who are models of possibility for us. And then we use our imagination, our mental faculty of the imagination. And so spoiler alert for, well, for Nikita, our next bit of content that we're going to talk about is in our coaching program is actually working with our mental faculties. So we're going to dive into that, which I'm super excited about. So we can actually activate our mental faculty of imagination. And that's where we're imagining. What would it feel like? What would I be? And we're not like, we don't want health just to say i'm healthy we're doing something with it we want it because we're going to go dancing we want it because we're going to go swimming we're going to be playing with our kids or grandkids or taking our dogs for a walk we're going to be doing a headstand we're going to be hiking we're going to be surfing so same with money right We don't want money just to have money sitting around. Like what's, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to actually like use it in the physical world? So that can also help us to kind of get to the vibration, the feeling tone of it. And really it's about just imagining. Okay. So if I was the woman who had vibrant health and vitality, the level sorry, let me, I'm going to like coach myself here who had even greater vibrant Mm. health and vitality. So Mm. this is the language is so subtle, right? So when I send this, here's a little kind of like inside tip for your listeners. So when we say, if I was the woman who had, 
what that's assuming is that I don't have it now. Mm-hmm. So when I added, so I noticed, I'm like, oh, Catherine, ooh, let's like fix that. Let's like, let's like calibrate that. So if I was the woman who had even greater health and vitality, that then is presupposing that I've got some health and vitality to begin with. Mm. Right. Can you, and can you feel the shift? You can, I mean, you can hear the shift, you can feel it. So, so then if I, if I was the one who had even greater health and vitality, how would I feel? Right. So it's not like I'm coming from zero. I'm coming from health and vitality. I've got health and vitality. Mm. If I had even greater, what would that feel like? Does that help? Absolutely. And I think um, I love the subtle calibration as well, because that's something that I really appreciate every time that we're doing a coaching calls, because it really does like when it takes rigorous and fine tuning work, it's not just a one and done. It's consistently. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing it with me all the time, be, um, like far more frequently now, even more so, because it's uh, I love when you say that we already have it. It exists mm-hmm. already within us. And mm-hmm. now we're coming from the frequency of it's not that we're um, and something I was thinking about today was I'm not searching for something searching for it feels as if it doesn't already exist within me. But then mm-hmm. if I'm allowing more of it, then it means that it exists within me exists around me. And all I'm doing is um, allowing myself to feel it and then allow more of it. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it was interesting because um i i think i actually did know that you had would you call it aphasia yes aphantasia 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 it sounds like a disney movie <laughs> it does sound like a disney movie but i think it actually it goes to show that especially when we're tuning to vibration in particular that it's um cuz i catch myself i'll say up until now doing mm-hmm. more so of the um imagining as opposed to the feeling um but i can tell very easily now when i'm right into it like i use the images that i have in my head that i'm feeling um or i'm i'm, I'm doing something Something or experiencing something and um and then but sometimes I can think about it but I don't like feel that shift it doesn't feel like my vibrations raising um at all and so I know that it's different than like I can think of something and say I would really love a million dollars but then um like what would that look like but then there's a difference in feeling like wow, I feel so expansive right now. I feel so free. I feel like um, I would love to do this with my money. And there, there is, it's really subtle sometimes, but we can become even more um, conscious of it when we mm-hmm. take that time for ourselves as well. And um, like, as we're closing off in the last little bit of the podcast, thank you again so much for being here. Do you have any sort of like takeaway words for anyone who is starting on the journey or rather continuing on their journey of co-creating the life that they would love that um, is feeling like they just want to do even more with their life and where they can feel like they can start um, with either their faith building, with taking an action step, with um, being able to um, cherry pick what they would love. Um, yeah. What, what would you suggest for people who just want to either like make the difference that like be the difference that makes a difference in their life like today? Mm. So the first thing I would say is that you are so worth it. 
and you so deserve it. And it's, it's possible for you. You have the potential and you have the capacity. Whether or not you exercise that capacity is up to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got the potential, you've got everything within you. You've got little seed kernels that that's got everything there. So it's how do you then grow and develop those? And certainly like finding support Mm. is one of the best things you can do. So getting, and and you talked about that, Nikita, it's not a one and done kind of thing. Right. And you think about like brushing your teeth. Do you just brush your teeth once? And then you're like, good for the rest of no, you don't like, you got (laughs) to do it every day. Right. Mm. Same with going to the gym or same with like, you know, preparing healthy food. Like it's not kind of a thing and okay, I'm good now. Right. So you can do, you know, shorter kind of programs if that's kind of what you're looking for and see results from that. The long term, it's the rigor. It's like going to the gym. So first of all, knowing that you're worth it, mm. whoever's listening, you, de- you deserve to live a life you love. Like you are a child of the universe and you're not here by accident. I'm getting emotional and you deserve to live a life that you love. So know that, and then start to tune into, well, what would I love? Dare to ask yourself the question and really allow yourself to dream. Mm. Start to tune into what is it that's seeking to emerge from you, through you, for you. Mm. what I love what would I really love if I really thought it was possible for me what would I love and when we tune to that question we're tuning to one of the highest frequencies Mm. we're tuning and we're also tuning to the guidance of spirit right because it's it's spirit's idea for you actually and then you get to decide where am I going to build my believing So what would I love? And then what is one step I can take today? Mm. What is one step I can take today? And then high five the crap out of yourself. We do that a lot. So high five, pat on the head, shimmy, fireworks, and kapow, kachow, kachow. (laughs) I think it's a kachow. Yeah. (laughs) So we have this whole thing that we do. So you're, you're celebrating yourself and I don't know about you, Nikita, but I just, even just doing that, I felt like my energy is like, oh, like it just totally like raised right up. Right. Yeah. And then, so take a step and then what's the next step? That's all you got to do. Just what's the next step? Mm. You don't, you don't need to worry about mapping it all out. You don't need to worry about, you know, project planning it. Just, Mm. just, just, just one step at a time. I I appreciate the one step at a time because I know for myself up until now, I was definitely someone who felt like they needed to have it all laid out. And if mm-hmm. I didn't have every single step laid out perfectly, that felt as though I'm like, okay, now like this is everything I need to do to get from point A to point Z. I know everything oh. and now I can do it. But then yeah. as we realize that when we continue in the work, that Every step along the way, no matter how big, no matter how small, is going to reveal even more opportunities, people. Mm. It's going to reveal more information on if you would actually love to continue into it or Mm. if there's something else waiting for you. So even when you feel like you have everything laid out, 
there's still more that's not even within like your vicinity right now that is just waiting to reveal itself once you actually take a step in the direction of your vision. And so taking little step after little step, not only does it free you from having to, when procrastinate from not actually doing it, <laughs> but also being able to just say, all I need to do is take one step. That's it. And then another, and then another, but it's not like I need to have everything figured out right now. No. Right. And such a great point, Nikita, because I think a lot of people never get started because of that. They let the Mm. fear, they let the right. And the, the needing to, to have it all mapped out. And, and I, I'm like spreadsheet lady, (laughs) right? Like I love me a good spreadsheet. I love a plan. I like all of it. Love all of it. Yeah. like you said, like, until you take the step, you actually don't know what's available to you from that new position. Cause every mm-hmm. time you take a step, you're in it, you're a new person, you're a different person, you're in a different position, right? Like different things become available to you. And so Nikita, in terms of building your faith, because we've been working together for a bit now. Mm. So imagining the version of you 12 months ago, could she have even imagined who you would be today? Absolutely not. 12 months ago, I wasn't even doing a podcast. I was, I had a thought about it and there was a longing and discontent to be able to share everything that I know and be able to help others in direction of serving their light. And when I, um, cause I love looking back on that version of me, um, like 12 months ago, six months ago, 12 years ago, that it's really helps bolster even more faith because yes. when we realize that we aren't the same people we were even like yesterday, that everything, mm-hmm. um, like as we're experiencing a new life, we are new people. Like even our cells go through apoptosis. Like we are no longer the same cells that we were. And so mm-hmm. it's natural that new information will come up that we, as we continue to live into life, that more evidence will show um, just how much we've grown. And when we continue to cherry pick evidence, and we continue to reflect back and you're like oh my gosh wow like I actually I forgot about this I didn't realize how much had happened from then till now and then again there's like when we talk about our pride and our gratitude for life gratitude for all of the um well the beautiful things that have come up into our life the beautiful people who are continuing to help us on this journey but also the pride that it's our steps it's our um mental focus it's our conscious co-creative efforts that have made the life that we are currently experiencing but also the life that we could be experiencing and it's um, the faith comes with time, I think, um, right. that it doesn't happen all at once. It would be boring if it did. But um, the there's even more faith that you can build upon. And I know for myself that I remember first time being together, um, just like when I wasn't even living in this current place in space, I, I, I had a longing to be independent. And now here I am. But there... There was a moment when you would just ask me, like, what would I love? And I remember not even knowing what I would love. I had no, I've never asked that question in my life. I, the, 
like I had to ruminate over it, but I knew that there was a part of me that wanted so badly more than what I had. And it's like holding to that feeling as well that like, I know that this is not it. Like there's yeah. so much more, but then as you're able to tie in gratitude for where you're at now, pride mm -hmm. for how you got here and then also not being satisfied with where you have um been but like where you can go like they all um it's never one thing it's always a lot more to be able to help build your faith um and it's uh I'm really thankful for you for being on your own journey for being able to um have a really fantastic um, coaching business that is helping me serve myself in my community, but also like far more of a domino effect that is um, just really empowering so many more people than I we could even imagine. And so um, because I would love to give you even more like praise and shout outs, um, where can people find you? Um, where can they connect with you if they love um, anything and everything that you've mentioned today? Um, where can they be able to um, just celebrate you even more? Oh, you're so amazing, Nikita. I hope you know that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So on the socials, Catalyst Coaching, Catalyst is with a K, just like my name, Catherine with a K, because K is where it's at, Nikita with a K in the middle. So there's like a K there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Catalyst, Catalyst Coaching, um, Catalyst with a K, Coaching with a C. And then I'm actually also going to share with you, Nikita, a downloadable vision meditation for your mm -hmm. listeners. So this is like a freebie. Uh, it's it's a 14-minute guided visualization meditation, and it's going to help you start to connect to. And it's super common when people first hear that question, what would I love that their brain is kind of like, what? Like, what? Mm -hmm. What? What? right we don't even ask that question so if you know you you ask yourself that question like there's it's like crickets you're in the right and perfect place like good job good mm. job it will it will keep asking and it will emerge mm. thank you so much for sitting down with me today I so appreciate the energy that you bring and all of the wisdom that you shared today Thank you for having me really, really grateful and grateful to know you and so just freaking like thrilled to be witnessing your journey. Nikita, you are a phenomenal, phenomenal human being. Thank you so much. Like it takes one to know one. <laughs> Ka-chow. Ka-chow indeed. <laughs> Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.